Hey, can you hear us? Any dice? Can you guys hear me? Yes. Maybe, maybe without the video, should he just yes. cut to just the phone? Can hear you. Can yeah, we can hear you. You can't. Hmm. Mm, Biscardi, maybe you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, yeah. hold on. Let me see something. Again, sound cock-ups are funny, but we want. Yeah, this this is dragging. This is dragging. We're stumbling a little here. How are we doing in here, Oklahoma? Oklahoma. Now that I got all that bullshit out of my system, let's slice it. Turn down the what? The fuck? Wait a minute. Oh, oh there goes the dynamite. Gotta get drops. radio. Oh, oh shit. Hashtag MAGA. Oh my gosh. Yeah, right. Oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah. Okay, maybe we can find a testicles. Clip. Testicles. Oh. John, John, John. Yeah. Tech owner. Yeah. Oh. Hashtag MAGA. But John is the mastermind. Yeah, right. Tech donor. <laughs> let's go, let's go, baby. Yeah, right. But John. Oh, is right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, it was in an elevator, and uh, I was just talking. I see him. I see him around the, the you know building a lot, and uh, they started talking to him. And, you know, he was talking about he was going on tour this summer. It was the 25th anniversary of um, Sandlot release. So they they were paid by I guess the studios to go to different stadiums. Major League Baseball stadiums to promote it, and uh, we started talking about that. I was like, "Oh, it's amazing! Like, what are, what are you doing that for?" He's like, "Oh, have you ever seen the Sandlot?" Like, yeah, of course. He's like, "Oh, I played Yeah Yeah." I was like, "You're Yeah Yeah?" Because if you remember the movie, Yeah is a really strong kid, and you know, Mario's a big dude, so uh, he's huge. Guys, yeah, we're talking about he's humongous. It was really cool, but yeah, it was really good. And but I but I really want to want to ask him about that because I've seen some of the pictures. And they have uh, they go on these tours to these stadiums. There's like groupies. I can I can hear you guys now. Hear me? Uh, oh yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah. There he is. All right. Okay, I can I can uh, hear you, but I, I can't I can see you. All right, cool. Yeah, you have an, your house is substantially and significantly nicer than than mine. I can tell. You just look at my radio. closet behind me. <laughs> I just see the radio. wall. I just know the way the ceiling structure is. Oh, okay. But anyway, Marty York, thanks for being on the show. It's been a long time coming. We were trying to get yeah, you right. on the show, I think, before I even met you. We've yeah, been right. stalking you for a couple of years. I don't even really work around where I see you. I just kind of hang out there hoping to, <laughs> to meet you one day. And then here you are. So you'll probably never see me after this. No. Um, thanks for being on the show, man. How you doing? Doing pretty good, brother. Uh, which camera can you guys see me at? Right there. Right there. This one? Yeah. Okay. Cool. You got a lot of cameras in there. All right. Some multi-camera stuff going on. So this is really amazing. So as everybody knows, The Sandlot is one of the greatest films of all time. It also is the greatest baseball movie of all time, which coincidentally yeah. came out the same year as the shittiest baseball movie of all time, Rookie of the Year. Yeah. People aren't going to Whoa, 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 whoa. Why, wait, why is it the I, shittiest? He's not. People aren't lining up in stadiums to see Thomas Ian Nichols, or whatever his name is, in stadiums. They're, they're lining up to see the cast of The Sandlot because it's a better movie. <laughs> but, I don't remember Rookie of the Year. Wasn't that when the kid inherits the sports team or something? Yeah. No, it's you, when the kid plays. He's a pitcher, right? He's well, like, it's funny because we actually did a signing. And, uh, we did a signing in, uh, where was Hot it? Mike. Chicago. And he was, actually, uh, he was actually there. So we did the signing in. 
And I guess um, he, I guess he did a movie with some of the guys from the Sandlot too, like a long time ago, a movie called Radio Flyer. Radio Flyer, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah that's so, a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, the guy that directed Radio Flyer actually directed Sandlot, and yeah, right. and Nicholas was in that with. Uh, <sighs> oh, that's right. That was the connection. Oh. Yeah. All right. So, but you went, you, you did the tour of the summer. It's th- this year is the 25th anniversary of the Sandlot. And I saw some of the photos that, you know, you, you took of these. And it's amazing to this day how many people still come out. Like, it's almost like a concert. Uh, the people that, the fans that are coming out. Was that, what was that like going to all these stadiums? I mean, you went to like 10 or something, amazing. right? Yeah, it was, uh, it was definitely a trip. Um, I don't think you really, are we getting some feedback here? Yeah, I don't. I'm not sure what the issue is. I think it's maybe my heart monitor. I think something's going off. My ticker. I, I'm, I'm unhealthy. Um, <laughs> but we got we got a few questions for. You. I know your time's limited. You're a busy, dude. But yeah, you're good. You're a really good guy. Really great actor. Glad to have you on. Uh, you, you have. I want to ask you about Hollywood today. Obviously, when the Sandlot was made in '93, things were probably a little different. Uh, do you, what are your thoughts on like Hollywood? the status of it today in general as far as like casting and everything i mean it's different different ball game when i was in the business um you know as i mentioned to you before like a lot of the stuff is um, based upon your instagram followers or facebook or, yeah you know, right Twitter. yeah so it's like you know it's back in my day you got an agent you went to auditions and you were based upon your look for the part and your talent or now it's um, like you know how many followers do you have which you know it's it's, it's kind of messed up but right <laughs> they want to know how many followers you have so you can tweet something out and get more like views and what was your previous. relationship with harvey weinstein uh <laughs> no one wait a minute <laughs> that's, that's probably a good oh thing. no not you no, i'm sorry not you, you no not you personally <laughs> what the fuck? yeah harvey. yeah no it's pro- probably a good thing I met some uh, people in the business from Harvard. Yeah, no, it's great. But you, uh, yeah, but it's obviously a lot different today, and and it's 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 kind of a bullshit thing. Back when you were doing it, you were saying it was more of, you know, you got the you got you're a good actor, you got the look, you you know, you had a good chance of getting the part. But now it's like, how many social media yeah, right. followers do you have? And yeah, right. You know, it just it's it's just a numbers game, which is kind yeah, of sad. Yeah, you know, it's one of the questions they still uh, kabooming. Uh, a cast member would have asked me like, oh, are you on Instagram? Like, how many followers do you have? And just like. Mm. You know, you're like, yo, I was in Sandlot. It doesn't matter. It overrides yeah, it all that matter. social media right. shit. Yeah, and and but the funny thing is, yeah, right. Is, it's basically like, what have you done for me lately? Is is the yeah, right. Businesses. But you, so you, you probably don't need you probably don't need to audition. You can just go up and go. You know the fuck I am? I was in Sandlot, and that's it. Yeah. That's, the, that's the audition. Right. Yeah, that's crap. <laughs> you know, there was a buddy of mine. Uh, when I was stationed in Germany, so he was a uh, not a child actor, but uh, like a young twenties actor. Did a lot of television, and no bullshit. He told me that he still gets calls from the Church of Scientology that probably pulled him up from the Screen Actors Guild registry. And he told me, you know, if I really wanted to make it big, yeah, right. Um, even oh my in my God. older age. I could actually I could <sighs> sell myself out to the Church of Scientology. <sighs> and they get you a gig. You, <sighs> you give your soul. Do you believe that? I mean, Pat Renna uh, is a Scientologist. He's like, yeah. Oh, oh wow. no. Is he like the unofficial leader of the Sandlot, like entourage that you guys are in? 
Is he like? I don't know about the leader, but uh, you know, we all kind of. I mean, he's on most T-shirts, of course. Yeah. The Killing Me Small shirt is like the second highest slogan shirt in history, I think. At this oh my point. god, I see it everywhere. You're, I see it on. Uh, it's, it's everywhere. And uh, it's it's like a new thing with the nineties. It's, it's on a rack with like a Zima shirt. Oh or, yeah. Are you guys getting uh, money for that? Uh, <laughs> I can't really comment on that at the moment. Okay, I thought yeah, so. I was gonna say that. you should if you're not. Yeah, yeah we absolutely uh, should. We're making moves to, uh, you know, because there is. I mean, you, know, you guys are part of. You're icons of American culture. Like, uh, you should be rewarded for that until you die. Yeah, there's like The Godfather, Scarface, The Sandlot, and then like Jurassic Park. You know, like you guys. Jaws. Yeah, right. Jaws. They need to pay the piper. Um, What did you think about the Philly fans when you were there? Were they the worst fans that you've ever seen when you were in Philadelphia? John and I were in Philadelphia, so it's okay. You're you're amongst good. They are embarrassing. Yeah, Philly was an interesting, uh, that was an interesting field. The fans were interesting. I I have a a funny story. Um, So we were during, I think, the sixth inning. Are you guys getting a lot of feedback? Rocky's good. And I saw like the first one and all of them. I was like, oh no, these movies are great. Five was just like, you know, even Stallone wish he never did it. It did it. It was a struggle. uh, Yeah, it was funny because I I got to this gym and I, uh, I was like, it's just, just there was some guy yeah. standing in the corner, and he had a like his arm looked like it was broken, like and he never got it fixed. So basically, like he's broken at the elbow. So like, oh, he's got the Jimmy arm. Around, it was like uh, like a nunchuck, and he had a tattoo. <laughs> oh. So he'd be like, we like, where did uh, where did they film uh, you know, where did they film the scene where Rocky's fighting uh, Tommy Gunn? And the guy would be like, oh, right over there. And he's like flailing his arm around. Oh, <laughs> yeah, the blue horizon. So we call this dude Numbchuck arm. Like, oh, the ah, flailing. I bet when he run, runs, though, it's great. Numbchuck. Yeah, it, see that? it was hilarious, man. It was like, uh, it, it was interesting. That's amazing. But he knew everything about the Rocky movies. He gave us like private tours. It was pretty cool. Uh, yeah, that is pretty cool. That, that's what I like when you go on these stadium tours. You get these. It's not just like, here's a ticket, stand in line. You guys get to go like in the in the dugout and everything. Yeah, right. The scenes and, and you get to sit. I mean, you were in, you were in Miami and you were like in Jeter's private booth or something I like really that. I really your biscuits and gravy. That's on pretty. That one. I mean, you know, people don't just get to do that. It's. I mean, people get turned down to ask that. Like, I remember Bill Clinton tried to sit in uh, the owner of the Flyers, uh, Croce, I think it was. No, who's the owner of the Flyers? Whoever, oh he gosh. tried to sit, like, get his the seats, and he denied them. Like, you, it's not easy to get in these, like, owner's boxes. Oh, my gosh. They're very picky about that, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. You, dri- you drive a very fast car. How many horses does it have? Because I know you drive the Batmobile. Little horses. Here's the license plate number. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's about 460. 460. Oh, yeah. shit. See, everything's... So, 20, so that'd be a C7. Oh, shit. Uh, it's Oh, shit. So, Marty, with everyone cashing in on, like, nostalgia now, like, why or is there kind of like a, like a rated R version Sandlot sequel, almost like more of a comedy idea floating around there? Yeah. Like, for the audience that watched yeah. it when we were little kids, we're yeah. all adults now. Yeah. I mean, that's like the target demographic. Is that idea bounced around in your world oh, yet? Yeah. 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 Uh, right now, there's a green-minded project for a prequel, which, which doesn't, doesn't really make any sense to us. 
we're not in it, but uh, what oh, I heard terrible. is like, we're playing baseball's fetuses. <laughs> what? Yeah, no, nah, I mean, it's, it's, they should do it's that. It's really odd. It's like, a, it's like a prequel they're doing, and it's supposedly the story of James Earl Jones, you know, back when he played with Babe Ruth. Right. Uh, so he just it, it, he so he went into the crops and instead of dying he's reboarded to a oh. fetus now. So yeah, right. Kinda... <laughs> and, and James Earl Jones hates baseball in real life. I heard, and he was in like all those movies. By the way, The Sandlot's a better movie than Field of Dreams. Listen uh, to me, Ray. No, it's a good movie, but you said your finger was a gun. We we've we've asked this yeah, question right. before. We've talked about The Sandlot a lot in the show. And we've always wondered why, at least I brought this up, why uh, James Earl Jones played with Babe Ruth when black players didn't play with white players in the 20s. But I guess Babe Ruth, as John said, did play like a bit in the, in the Negro Leagues, which they were called. Like, that, so that was like, just a guess. So that, that makes sense. Because I was like, yeah. oh, I'm going to IMDB this. It's going to be right at the top under like yeah. goofs or explanation. Yeah. And they're like, no, Babe Ruth did this, yeah. which is another reason like, you know, added to his legacy. You know, it was like he would play with black players. He transcended yeah. race. But, yeah. yeah John uh, is the mastermind. John, you had a question about Beast Juice. And I really yeah, Marty, what was Beast Juice? Yeah, what is it? Uh, Beast <laughs> Juice is a pre-workout supplement I've been, you know, been working on to produce. Uh, I don't know if you guys like ever taken a pre-workout supplement. It's like uh it's yeah. got a ton of caffeine and creatine in it, stuff like that. But uh I wanted to do something not related. Also, also adds other other Pre-workout oh. supplements like CBD and things like that. Oh yeah, CBD. I, I, That's good yeah, stuff. I joined the gym last weekend, but I the only thing I the only pre-workouts ah. I've been drinking is not going to the gym and having a couple beers while watching the Sandlot <laughs> getting ready for the show. So I can't really relate to the pre-workout, but I do know what creatine. Oh, oh my is. gosh! And I feel like if you just slapped the Beast Juice logo on something, you don't even have to put good quality in there, which I'm sure you will anyway. Because you're yeah, a stand-up right. guy. People will just buy yeah. it. Do you call it beast juice? Is that after the the dog? What was that? Is that after the Sandlot dog beast? Yeah, yeah, beast juice. Yeah, that's oh, awesome. There goes the that's great. But there's a beast line of supplements out there, so I don't want to, you know, cringe on there. Uh, I have to do a little more research on it, but uh, it's not, it's in the works right now. Well, your stuff's better than oh. beast supplements already out there. Yeah, you know, I really, I, I hope they fail. Be on board for that um, potato salad. So I'm curious, do you do any, um, what do you, have you been working on anything lately? Do you do any theater? Oh my gosh. Do you come to uh, the East Coast at all and get involved in projects? Uh, I did a show for Showtime called Smilf. It, it just uh, went a gold. Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, maybe we could find a clip. That's uh, October of last year. And was, uh, what is it called? That was one show uh, to shoot. I did uh, a lot of stuff. I've done a lot of commercials lately. Like my, my claim to fame commercial, I did an Old Spice commercial, but uh, I don't know if you saw the one with the guy on the horse, the black guy with the shirt. shirt yeah. <laughs> so I shot a commercial with him. So if you YouTube executive spray tan parties. <laughs> I did. <laughs> yeah, the commercials with him, and it's really funny. It. It's, uh, no, I do Jersey Shore. Shore I'm Jersey Shore guys. Yeah, you were Paulie D. Paulie D. with yeah. the blowout haircut. I saw that. I we we did a lot of stuff. That was a different show. Oh that yeah, I've seen Air that. Show. You guys ever seen that? Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Look at here. Oh, I've yeah, met him. Paulie D. Before. The Eric Andre show that was in 2015. So you played Paulie D. and Rick Springfield, according to credit. 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, so basically, like, I punk Pauly D on the show. Right. And it, it's crazy. It's, it's a crazy show. So basically, you walk in there, and the, the you turn the key up to about 110. So if you notice, everybody on the episode is just completely soaked in sweat. And, uh, like, Eric Andre, he'll throw up on his desk. He'll just he'll do, like, shit like, what the hell? Uh, the weirdest thing I saw, like, at the end of the segment, like, you'll see it if you watch the the YouTube videos, like, he literally tucked his dick in between his legs. Uh, oh, he said, did the woman. Oh, the woman. I'm the woman. Vagina man. John did that? Yeah, we, that's a big party trick of ours in college. Is the, We call it the woman. You come out with your, uh, your Wiener schnitzel tucked in between your uh, your uh, Habergaloshes, and uh, you go, hey, everybody, I'm a woman. And it scares a lot of your girlfriends away, but like, it gets a lot of laughs. It could get a lot of punches thrown your way, too. you got to be careful of the crowd, but but it's good. But I've seen, I did see that clip, and uh, oh my gosh, it, it is really funny, man. Really <laughs> what is uh, what are you guys doing for the 26th anniversary of the Sandlot? Because this needs to keep going. This can't be like 25, and then that's it. You know, this, this every summer this needs to happen. Okay. Yeah, at the moment there's no 26. This is like pretty much every five years. What and like no like like just imagine like a beer league sequel. Uh, I'm telling you, it would be big. It would be great if it was a comedy. If it was the right director, the right writer, every guy that we grew up with would go see it. But John and, is you know, the man. That's There's a lot of people. Oh yeah. Netflix show that they're talking about. Like even better. Like even oh. better. Kind of like a Cobra Kai. There you go. Spin off. Look, yeah. that's because Cobra Kai uh, that worked. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was amazing. That's what they need to do because I mean I don't need to tell you, but the Sandlot it has a built-in audience. Right. Yeah, We're like, just waiting for really, something. Just take right. off. You know, if you got lowered down in the movie. Oh yeah. You get lowered down and get the ball. I forgot that was him. So they really, they like really lowered you down. That wasn't. Uh, like, <laughs> you've seen the movie, you, you know he's. Your your character, you as a man, as a human, are actually really lowered down. Was there like a lot of insurance shit with that? Like, yo, uh, I mean, they really had to like harness you up and then drop you down there. Yeah, I did. I did that stunt too. Like, uh, and that's something that would never fly today. There's a lot of things that would never fly today that were in that movie. Right. Um, right. That they got away with. Because they got kids like being lowered in harnesses. No. But uh, yeah, I actually was, they, I was hanging about 30 feet in the air when I, when I shot that. And, uh, you know, it wasn't guys, I mean, it was a bunch of, it was a bunch of uh, grips and uh, camera guys were holding the harness. And so, and the harness was actually fiberglass with a catcher's, uh, you know. My God. Uh, like for real, like what we saw in the movie was actually what held you. The catcher, yeah, well, the catcher's chest protector. Oh, and the safety but, fiberglass. But, but it was still, yeah, it wasn't like special effects. It would be funny if they really no made green screen. If they're like, no, we want to do extra realism, and you're like, no, 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 this is a bad idea. Like, yeah, no, I, I probably wouldn't that. be here right now if that happened. Oh. <laughs> Did you ever think that that catchphrase "You're killing these smalls" would be so timeless and take off the way that they did? You yeah. know, that kid would want to trademark. In fact, was that a an improv line or was that scripted? That was actually that was in the uh, that was in the show. Actually, he that says it a bunch. The improv lines were, uh, you know, when Ham, we were playing the other team, and basically our director David McEvans would yell out points to Ham. Uh, 
So like, uh, is that your sister over there in left field naked? She's naked, you know. And then he would just deliver. Them. Oh no way! Nice. Like so he he delivered those, and uh, also like the scene where we're trash talking the other guys on the field. They ride their bikes on the field. That uh, that was actually meant for Benny instead of Ham. So Benny was supposed to say that. Yeah. He ended up becoming the hero of the film. Like, oh, we can't have him do that. Let's have him do it. You know? Oh, wow. I never knew that. It makes so much more sense. I, you know, if had Benny do it, it would be as great as a scene. Right. He's the, he's the respectful leader, not the trash-talking catcher. Yeah, that's really interesting. It's like a little inside knowledge right there. You heard it right here. Did what, did you guys all get along well? Like from the beginning, was there any like like rivalry or anything? Did everyone pretty much gel like on the set when you guys started? Oh, yeah. Like, we, we, uh, you know, yeah, right. We Super Nintendo had just come out. Oh yeah. So, uh, you know that's uh, you have Street Fighter. Yeah, wait a minute. And like Street Fighter, we had a Street Fighter tournaments. You know. Oh nice. Was, we, had Super Nintendo hooked up, so we were going to play a, you know, Ultimate Street Fighter. And, yeah, uh, that sounds pretty good. Yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. That sounds pretty fun. good today. Like, I, I have the Super Nintendo hooked up. Yeah. Street Fighter 2 and a trailer with some friends sounds like better than my life now. Yeah. Like Technology-wise. Did you guys see um, uh, Basic Instinct that I read somewhere? Is that true, or is that just some Hollywood Yeah, bullshit? that's true. Uh, we got uh, some sidewinders. So we saw a movie at, like, a 12-year-old? Tom's older brother actually snuck us into Basic Instinct when I first the tentacle porn debacle. And, you know... What? The tentacle of course, porn debacle. Where, uh, you know, the beginning scene was, was uh, yeah. our first glimpse. <laughs> like, yeah, what right. the hell? Now, was I'm that still movie... not allowed to watch that movie. I still, I'm still not old enough. When you guys were shooting the film, the did you have to debacle. go to, like, special tr- schools in the trailers of, uh, on set? Or were you uh, shooting during the summer? Kind well, of we, did have, uh, we, we were shooting during the summer, so we, uh, you know, we did have, uh, you know, a teacher always has to be on set anyway for safety of the actors uh, if they're under the oh, age of okay. 15, but oh. we didn't actually have to go to school. What was it like wow. going back to real school my dream after that kid. movie? Could you just, like, do anything you wanted? I mean, imagine being in the Sandlot and then going to, going to school. You just, they just, yeah, you know, I was, was going to say, did you go to school after after the movie? Yeah, I shot it over the summer when I was in fifth grade. And then I went back. This was the beginning of sixth grade is when I actually um, okay. the movie came out. So beginning of sixth grade, I went to a completely new school. And he, like I was like walking through the you know the halls and shit. And kids were like, oh, that's fucking yeah, yeah. There, you know? <laughs> yeah, right. And uh, the jocks <laughs> liked it at all. Because I, I would like... Uh, Oh, right, because you're a movie star. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, probably still jealous because Jerome. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Yeah, right. Of course. That's, that's so cool. Place. What great timing. Are you, yeah, are right. you a native Californian? You, you grew up in Red yeah, right. in, in California? Auburn? Yeah, I grew up in Northern California, actually. Oh, okay. Nice. So I grew up in uh, about 30 miles north of Sacramento in a place called Grass Valley. Okay. Uh, yeah, right. Is, is it, it weird is it weird getting a character who has like a nickname because he always you know like that that the character yeah, yeah, yeah is unique where like he's got it I mean Squints has a nickname because he squints but you know what I'm saying like was that a a, a cool part to to have as like a an addition to your your character? 
and to add that into your vocabulary. Yeah, yeah. Because you say it so naturally, sometimes you like miss it in the movie. You're like, oh yeah, he's saying yeah, yeah before he says anything. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say yeah, yeah, and I realize it. See, if I, I don't know if I'm when I'm speaking yeah. with you. I don't know if you ever heard because I say yeah, yeah, I go yeah, yeah, like if something's happening. But if you yeah. said that and I heard you say that, that would be like hearing the title of a movie while you're watching the movie. Like it's like hearing Tom Hanks say a box of chocolates. Hearing yeah, yeah, say yeah, yeah, like naturally, not like you know for a bit. But it, it would the the time would stop. The fourth wall brains, would shatter. It'd be wild. I mean, I'd have to I'd have to turn it back on. But yeah, I, I grew up doing a lot of theater, so I played a lot of different characters from the age of five to ten. <laughs> oh, nice. too. I, uh, a lot of the characters I play, I mean, I was in a play called Rotten Rock and Red Rock, and I had to play a, a character named Wooly Woo, the Asian guy. So they had a, you know, they had like the, the full, like, they, they put tape on my eyes and they put like a, a fake ponytail. No like, way. Piston Honda? No way. Yeah. <laughs> you should do that now. That would get a lot of publicity. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so like, I played a lot of odd characters. Uh, That's awesome. The, the characters I played when I came to Hollywood were always like the shit talk kid or the uh, right you know, the the bully or the like the heel. I I did a, I did a show yeah, right. Spiders. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. Of course. Yeah, and I played a, a character named uh, Brady Oates, who was like this bully, and uh, he had kind of a speech impediment as well. But it was funny because, like, the first day I was on with Jerry O'Connell, who was, like, the lead in the show, was, like, walks up and goes, I'm Jerry O'Connell. And then walks away and five minutes later goes, <laughs> back and says, I'm Jerry O'Connell. I'm just like, you just really? Said that. What? <laughs> Did he do it again? Yeah. I, I mean, Jerry I've got O'Connell. some great stories, man. <laughs> oh, I bet. You met Floyd Mayweather before. I know that. Now, what got you, you, could, uh, you could. inspired to follow the path of firefighting? And by the way, thank you for your service. Yeah, uh, I don't think um, he's a firefighter. No, no I'm looking at. I was gonna say. No, I'm looking at your creds here, and you're it not says, a firefighter, are you? No, I went to school. You studied it. Well, maybe we could find a clip. Yeah, I actually have an associate's degree in fire science. Testicles, really? testicles. I never actually pursued firefighting. Oh, okay, my mistake. Uh, I was, I got into like a 60 mile an hour head on collision when I was about 17. So. That's what basically. Oh yeah. Oh. I meant to you ask you about that. You've met uh, uh, you met Floyd Mayweather before. You could beat him easily in a fight. Is that exhibition going to happen in the future? Because I didn't meet, meet Floyd. I met uh, I met Conor. Oh. Are you, are you oh, met what's Conor he like? Breyer? Yeah. Was he really sure. calm or was he really insane? Yeah, what's he like? You could take this him too. This was right? like when he first started, and I was in Vegas, oh. so I don't know if like since. I won't go into my TMZ stuff, but, uh, so, like, I used to go to Vegas, like, every other week, and, uh, wow. so, all, all the bouncers there knew me and stuff, so, like, I was friends with all of them, and they would bring me on stage and stuff, so, like, uh, we were at the, uh, we were at XS, it's like a club inside of the wind, and, uh, one of the bouncers said, yeah, go on stage, there's this new fighter, his name's Conor McGregor, he's a pretty cool dude, yeah. you, you can meet him and stuff, so, like, I went on, you know, I went on stage with Conor, and I was like talking to him and stuff. This was like when he first started. There was no security around him. He was just standing. So he wasn't like who he is now. Yeah, yeah he wasn't even close to who he is now. Like he, this yeah. was like the beginning of his career when he was just. I think it was like Aldo or I can't remember. The guy's gonna fight. But he was like but, unheard of at the time. He was like a new guy. 
on yeah, the team. He was like Brian. I think he was like one or two fights in. I mean, I of him because I watch UFC. Right. Like, Mainstream had no clue. Fighting Floyd Mayweather, doing all this stuff. So uh, he was cool tell me. He was like really down to earth, and he was just like, uh, he was like, "Hey, you fucking do my body. Nice to meet you." Like, he's like, "Take a shot." That's the best. Lucky charms. <laughs> <laughs> No, he's good though. He's good. But you're, uh, yeah, you've you've done a lot, man. You've done a lot of work, and I know you have a lot of stories and things like that. And uh, you know, it's always good to. Uh, yeah, what's a crazy story? Talk. Like, who's the it's biggest weirdo? It's amazing. Yeah, it's, you know, there's been a lot of good and a lot of bad that's come from it, but um, more. Yeah. Good. Definitely a very well-rounded resume. I'm looking you, at. So. You, uh, it's but you, you did the right move. You got in like a classic. It was like your first film, The Sandlot. It was like your first film, and and that's it for the rest of your life. It's like celebrity it's wherever you go yeah I mean, like the smart thing to do yeah like do you get it or you don't get it do you do you like understand like that you know you're part of something that's you know stapled into american culture forever yeah, you know like i'll life. show my kids yeah. this movie that you're in and my kids will show their well maybe not but you know what i mean it's in like I mean, that list i mean in hollywood the odds of getting in a in a movie that becomes a class if you have a better chance of winning the lottery so, so it's like right. for, for me it's zero room you know, for error. Meeting these families. I mean, it's really about the families that be like, oh, you know, introduce me to their little five year old kid who knows all of Yeah Yeah's lines, who knows all of Squint's lines. Yeah. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, that that's the coolest part about it is that it's something that will never die. It's you know, there's so much junk in the in the media today and there's so much like trash TV. And the sandlot's something that I, I don't think will ever die. It's something that no. Oh, it's not going anywhere. <laughs> right. It's not going anywhere. Oh, it's a timeless movie. And uh, God, I think almost anyone can relate to it. Everyone had a group of friends when they were kids. And oh, yeah. You just wanted to, you just wanted to be in that group. Before. I think I played it up until about the seventh grade. I think everybody out there can relate to, you know, being one of the characters in the film, you know? Yeah, or, that's what or I'm feeling saying. like you know you don't belong, or feeling like you know, well, I, I got, got this time. You know, Danny has to play a character that has some sort of a speech impediment, and so we're like all the characters in the sandlot, like you know, squints always had like you know the glasses squinting. Yeah, and it's uh it's kind of like hanging out with that group of friends that you guys are all kind of outcasts and you don't give a crap. You just yeah. when you hang out, you do something you like to do, and that's what the sandlot is more about friendship than I think it is about baseball. Because right, uh, yeah, good call. Baseball is yeah, just a it's, it's, medium. It's just a movie that you know, like when you see a sports film and they play, the, it's a lot of them are all the same. They play a game against a rival team that's a bad team. They win again, the and there you go. But the Sandlot is so much more complex than that. It's got so much more, uh, in my opinion, heart. A lot of these these films out there, and it's, yeah. that's, what, that's what carries over, you know, even to this generation. Right. That's, so true. That's, that's very yeah, interesting too because it's it, it absolutely is, it's about the friendship. Like the baseball is a backstory, kind of like how Jaws is about surviving with people, and the Goonies is about coming of age. You know, it's not so much about finding you know treasure, or whatever. It's it's it really does touch on all those senses, and I think, like you said, that's kind of what carries over why it's so timeless. Um, yeah. I know I know your time's limited. I don't I don't want to keep you, but um, I want to ask you: Do you have anything uh, from the movie that you still hold on to from the set or anything? Was there anything that you actually? So yeah, do you have any memorabilia? No, I'm kidding. 
I do have the harness, the fiberglass harness that they put me in when I went over the fence. Oh, really? But oh, there you go. My mom actually has. Wait a minute. It's funny to put that on now because, oh. like, literally the edges of it are right here. It couldn't even fit. Yeah. Wraps <laughs> <laughs> around like your shin. Dynamite. Yeah, it's like it's it's really like it's it was amazing how tiny I was now filming. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it's different. You started working you skinny, out. Dude. I guess how old were you when you started getting jacked up? Because you're you're a big. I started dude. working out when I was about seventeen. After I got in the car accident, I had to go through extensive physical therapy. I basically uh, was in a coma for a week. It was a serious. What? Oh my gosh. Uh, and I was acting up until the car accident. You know, I done the oh sandwich. Uh, Boy meets world. I was in like five episodes. Sliders. Uh, Wings. Saved by the bell. I mean, I was in like Seven every show I ever watched as a kid. Yeah, that's amazing. And then when I was 17, uh, I got burnt out driving to foundation. I fell asleep at the wheel on a two-lane road. Oh, Damn. Holy shit. Damn. Oh, shit. I went over line and, and I hit uh, another person head on at 60 miles an hour, and I was driving a Geo Metro, which I don't even make anymore. Oh, so I oh, yeah. came through, basically crushed my legs. And, oh, my God. Uh, the next thing I know, I woke up a week later in the hospital and my leg was a traction, you know, bars through my leg. Uh, Holy I shit. I was like, I, I thought I was like, you know, hallucinating all the medicine. Uh, my eyes were wow. shut. I couldn't even see out because uh, my head bent the steering wheel half. Oh my no God. fucking way. Yeah, it That's was bad. Insane. If, if I didn't have the yeah, yeah. I mean, thankfully, like, oh my, my acting coach, my parents, and wow. my people that were fans gave me blood transfusions to keep me alive. Shut oh the gosh. fuck up. Yeah, fans gave you blood? Oh, my gosh. I as a child. And, uh, but I, I started training. I started working out. You know, when I started going to physical therapy, I started learning different things, like learning how to lift weights, learning how to eat, learning how to, uh, you know, because up, up until then, I ate, like, one time a day as a kid. <laughs> I'd be out my friends partying and yeah, smoking right. pot and, and, you know, just yeah. crazy. And, uh, yeah, and I, I got out of business for like 15 years. And then... Uh, and what did you do? Well, that'll do it. I mean, that's that's intense. How did yeah, you make money? The point where I out, you know? And I think I could speak for a lot of the guys in the movie, you know, where you're, as a child actor, you're just like constantly going and mom is constantly taking you to different events you're auditioning all the time and going to school at the same time so it's like you're always going you're always and it's going. hard to do that in school at the same time i couldn't i mean i can't relate to child acting the most acting i did as a child was lying to get out of trouble but i'd imagine when you're missing like a lot of things that kids are doing at that age you get burnt out <laughs> it's, it's like so hard to turn down here. the money it's not like you're acting in like you know local theater or something you way after that movie and you're doing shows and everything you it's you, people probably want a piece you know, yeah, a lot of demands. It's, it's it gets repetitive, you know, and it, it, it uh, you get definitely get burnt out. And uh, but as I got older, you know, as I started the bugs started biting me, and in, in 2013 we did the 20th anniversary. Yeah. So for the 20th anniversary, it wasn't even close to being as big as this. Who oh, like this last year was wow. huge. I mean, it was in it was in like every every news website. Any sports, like, you know, whenever you check the scores, it was like, that was always like a, a, a subheading you would see pop up somewhere. I mean, it was all over the place. You yeah, guys, did you guys see the documentary? No, I haven't seen it. No. Where's this yes, available? It's on Fox Sports 1. It was an amazing documentary. It's called Legends Never Die. Really? So, oh, no way. I had no clue. 
Yeah, we filmed the documentary at the beginning of this year. Actually, we filmed the documentary in March. Whatever they have to say. Oh, appreciative words about the Legends movie. Legends never you know die. I'm watching that tonight. Intense sense of on it. It was, uh, it was on in some public place. And then I saw, I was like, oh, the Sandlot. But then it cut to interviews. So it's like the movie then cutting to interviews of you guys, I guess. Yeah, I saw bits and pieces. Oh, yeah. If you go to Fox.com, you can actually watch the entire thing right here. Oh, really? I did not know that. Oh, you, I'm sorry. You can watch episode one, uh, the Sandlot story. Oh yeah, it's the whole thing. You can. It's forty about forty five minutes. And and where is it located? Uh, Fox.com. Fox.com, right there. Just Fox.com. Yeah. So if you watch the documentary, it's it's uh it's they did a really good job. Just finding wow. your stride. It or kind of touches the... on uh, you know Mike Heather played Benny. He wasn't with us for the tour. Uh, it kind of touches on. You know, no. If you really watch it, you'll kind of understand why. I'm going to watch it tonight. Uh, we're actually, we should watch it right now on the air because that, that makes a really good show for the listener. Like just silent. No. But basically, to sum it up, it says uh, one of the David Mickey Evans. Um, the Sandlot is essentially me turning all of my villains or bullies from my childhood into heroes. Yeah, I had That's a right. bad childhood. Guess what? I'm going to change it. So I did. I changed it, I changed history. It's not the way it was. Not for me. It's the way it should have been. That's the Sandlot. That right there gives you some goosebumps, because that's how I think we right. were all oh my gosh. child. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Whether it was good or bad, I mean, that's the, you'll always remember that summer with those kids. If, if whether it was real or not, that's that's how you want your your childhood to be. Yeah. Some but people yeah. kind of almost pretend that that was their childhood. Yeah. And Dave, you know, Dave said to us like uh you know the moment i got done writing that script is there one was when i no longer cared about the bullies that played me in my job this he has we're based upon the bullies but once he made it so you know he's character took the face of smalls because he's obviously not in every other film right so you know once he uh he basically turned all of his bullies as a kid into heroes was that that, that represented that in the film. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I was asking about you know when I played little league, I was I was a shitty player, and I even got bullied on it's like all the other better kids used to say, "You suck. You shouldn't be in this league." And uh, I that movie used to inspire me. You know, one day, one day I'll have my day. Yeah. Yeah, it turns out I never really did, but it lifts you uh, up. That, but that movie, yeah. Well, that I just I need some Windex. Marty, because you just blew my brains all over the wall behind me with that. Uh, he, he said, that hey, I'm going to sneak you guys into a film. And he snuck us in a basic instinct after we were done filming. <laughs> all right. Yeah, and that was so a that that Someone get a analogy <laughs> right there. Um, so you guys in different, are you guys, you guys in Philly, Philly here? Yeah, and, we're in, uh, no. you're in California, right, man? We're, we got, we're I'm in, in Miami, Florida. New York, <laughs> Miami, New York, and L.A. We got three, three separate screens. screens. I'm trying to figure out where you guys all are here. Yeah, we're here. <laughs> We're actually all in a basement. Cover the big at my, trifecta at a parent's house in Ohio. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, we're we're all the big trifecta we're all over the place. Three cities. That you, you, you've been to their stadiums as a guest this summer, and um, yeah, right. It's pretty cool. Um, I won't keep you, man. Is there anything else? Is there anything you want to plug or anything? I didn't know if you wanted me to share your yeah, right. Any of your Instagram handles or anything, or if you don't want people bothering you that listen to the show, but yeah, I wanted man, to uh, give you the floor. Check out my Instagram, Mark York Fitness. I'm always putting out, um, you know, new videos. We're going to be doing a little more touring next year for the Sandlot. We're doing a, so far we have two events lined up, um, and then also 
Yeah, just Marty York Fitness, and I'm going to be starting a YouTube channel soon to, uh, uh, you know, it's kind of going to be like a mix of like fitness stuff mixed with like uh, some Sandlot stuff. Oh, just nice. Kind of, like stuff I'm doing and stuff I'm doing. Oh, there you goes the dynamite. I can add all of your videos for free for you if you want. Board and I have a camera. Potato salad. It was really cool, the one, uh, I saw you on YouTube, I saw you on YouTube, Marty, and you were reading fan mail, I thought that was pretty odd, that was, that was rare, you know, like, people never do that. I'll tell you a story about that, I wasn't, I wasn't going to say anything about it, so, there's a lot of messed up videos on YouTube. Wait a minute. All tricks. Yeah, like. You know, there's one video that's, that's circulating. Wait a minute. So basically, like, yeah, wait a minute. And this dude, uh, he films a show. Like, it's like a YouTube channel. I, I don't, I don't know how you guys operate, but I, I don't want to say any names of what it is. But like, um, do whatever you want. Huh? You can say whatever you like. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so like, it's, like, it's, it's like, like a, it's like a, a show, like, show where guy, like, like he picks, picks up, up on, on girls, girls and stuff. And he, he says, says like, really like, uh, you know. Bad stuff to them, like, hey, can I motorboat you? Can I rape? He said, can I rape you in one of them or something like that? And so, like, he approached me and my girlfriend one night, and he was like asking me all these questions and stuff. And then he uh, he was like following me. He figured out who I was, so he started saying stuff to me about. <clears throat> he started calling me like a hazard and started saying a bunch of stuff. Um, and then he wow. my girlfriend by saying, can I motorboat your chick? And that's when I and I, and I was borderline drunk. I'll be honest. So I lost. Let's go, matter. baby! You don't say that to anybody. Let's yeah, go, I, baby! I borderline drunk. I lost this guy. I kind of went off on my camera. The so the fuck? next day I wake up and like I'm getting all these like death threats and stuff. What do you mean you went off the on fuck? him? You beat the shit out of him or you just you cursed him out? No, I cursed him out. I stole the microphone from him and I started like saying, talking a bunch of shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the video uh-huh. and I, I know the I know uh-huh. the guy's history and, uh-huh. and he's lucky he. he Somebody hasn't really hurt him because uh, yeah, basically he stalks people to harass them for for views. Yeah, and, exactly. uh, he, he, he yeah no, he did what you did the right thing. You didn't do anything wrong, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and I would have You know, if he gets you know these drunk people on camera, and, and of course they want to be on camera. It's like right. I don't care if you come and offend me on camera. I don't give a shit if it's on camera or not. And I had to say something to the guy, and you know I said some things to him on camera. You know, yeah. obviously you wake up, the alcohol wears off, and you're like, okay, shit, I shouldn't have said those things. What did you say? Like, I'll skull fuck you? Ah, you can watch it another time. Oh, there goes the dynamite! <laughs> so I just put it out there, like, you know, a lot of things you see are edited. So a lot of the stuff he said, me and my girlfriend were edited out the video when he aired it. I'm sure. Yeah, make him sure. look in a good light. Oh. It's still kabooming. Weird. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's like, you know... It's don't things you see like like uh, or you know if you see like someone filming a celebrity or something and they're acting crazy or you know you never know exactly what really caused that to happen. Don't you just automatically think no, he, that he when you there. see the shaky camera walking up behind the celebrity who's just minding their own business, you're just like, yo, stop being such a dick. Like they're yeah. just they're just like trying to not deal with you. Like that's all they're trying to do is avoid you. Hey, yeah. And, and so I don't think not, people. Too. I think people always watch I mean, those videos with a grain of dick. Like, I get it's their job, but at the same time, like if you're harassing somebody, like you know, you harass me or my family. Like, <laughs> like I don't care if you harass me. Harass me all you want. I'm gonna your hands up. But like, you start harassing like my family member, my girlfriend, things like that. Yeah, right. It's all. Then I'm gonna start. Then I'm gonna lose my shit, especially if I've had a couple drinks. 
Yeah, well, right. And it, say even if you were, exactly. you were drinking a little bit, not drinking at all, or wasted, you don't. I mean, you you did exactly what anyone would do. Somebody comes up, some scrawny, ugly looking guy with a shaky camera. That's like I really admire your you know, biscuits kind of and gravy. On that one. I mean, that's that's how you get your ass kicked. You know, that's how I you really get admire killed. your yeah. biscuits and gravy. And, and, on that and one. it's uh, I mean, can I motorboat your girl? You should, like, you what a strange. That I hope you you weren't because uh, <laughs> I would have done the same thing. I, I would have. Well, well, I mean, I, on him. I, you know, I was for a long right time, and I, and I was told by lawyers really? to keep your mouth shut, don't say anything about it. You know, you're going to really? draw attention to it. So, like, you're talking about the videos of me reading the um, fan, fan mail. Yeah, I, yeah. I do I do mail. I never do it on camera, which is weird. But I wanted to push down the views of this video because I couldn't take it down. Because they were like 45 second videos I was like, I mean it's nice But like maybe talk more I mean you can expand on like how you feel about this letter And what he's talking about The whole thing was weird because they told me to do that They told me to read my email and I was like That's so funny (laughs) It did seem a little strange But I I was like, it's kind of cool I've never seen anybody do that That's awesome that's yeah, funny Marty's that you were gonna, doing it to just push down. Marty's going to adopt a hundred. Yeah, I was just doing it to push down the. Because I didn't see it, man. Because I, when I knew you were coming on, I was just looking for shit, and I didn't find any of that. Marty's going to be saving well, puppies not, now. That's why I want to talk about it. Because like, if people look for it, then it comes back up to the top. But I'll you know, chop this out then. That's water yeah. on the bridge, you know. That's like something that happened like six years ago now, and it's like, yeah, you know, we all we all had our run-ins with uh the law and you know shit happens you move forward uh the shit that i do you know sometimes it gets put, put in the media right A giant so, like, uh, you know i think you just move forward you change along with your life uh try to accomplish what you're trying to do your goals and you're also held to a different standard, you know, being in the public oh, light gosh. a lot. And uh, one thing I think people need to look at, and I'm sure you agree with me, is uh, things people do in the past, you need to remember people grow, things happen. It's not, it doesn't define them one incident. Like you talk about Kevin Hart at the Oscars and he tweeted something in like 2011. Yeah. Wait a minute. Everyone's yeah. mad. It's like you got to let it go. People do things in the past and you just don't know where they were coming from. And everybody's people say things in the past. <laughs> You know, it's like yeah. we all say stupid shit. I mean, if I if things that I've said in the past in private came to the oh public light, I'd have to go into hiding. You know, <laughs> like it would be all I'd be like investigated. It's just terrible. But yeah, it's it's kind of stupid. It's like it's just the way the entertainment industry is. I'll bring up things from the past, like why bring things up? Like, what are we going to show the David Hasselhoff video of him laying on the floor drunk eating a burger like over and over again? Like, right. So, like, right. so what? Isn't, like, the first, like, rule of, like, an argument (laughs) with your spouse is, like, do not bring up the past. Like, don't bring up old arguments. It's, like, that's what we did. That's what they're doing. Exactly. Hypocrisy. Um, (laughs) Yeah, because they're stupid. You're just brain dead. Just go watch The Sandlot and watch the documentary Legends Never Die. Yeah, I can't wait to see this documentary because I knew knew the Benny the Jet Rodriguez was... Not part of the crew. I, I need to know. I need to know why. Yes. I need to find this out. Why he wasn't? Yeah. Yeah. Well, is this in the documentary? Yeah. Right. Can you tease it? Well, yeah. Can you te- Can you give us a little peek? Well, I'll be honest. A little, like, yeah, yeah, tease. I can't really go into why he wasn't there, but yeah, right. Um, I can say that. Yeah, right. You know, I, I went to the fire station he works at, and I sat down. And I had like about a two-hour talk with him. Uh, no way. Two or three months ago. And, oh. Uh, he's doing great. great. 
you know, oh. he never really wanted to be in the entertainment industry. He, uh, ah, he, isn't that his, amazing? His brother, which you'll see with him yeah. in the movie, his brother actually played him at the end. So when he yeah. stole home, that was his brother. Oh, the guy on the in the pros. Oh my gosh, in the majors. Yeah, so the older Benny, that was his brother. Oh wow. Oh yeah, I read that. Oh my gosh, that's uh his. Yeah, they, they put him in there, and, and he didn't want to be in the entertainment industry either. Oh, oh my gosh. Kind of no, his brother actually loved it. And his brother, oh, he did like, love it. got him into it. And, uh, Interesting. Lenny the Jet Rodriguez. Yeah, so, like, you know, things happen, and I can't really go into too much detail because I don't like, I don't like uh, you know, saying too much about it. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, if you're buddies with him, you don't have to talk about it. Yeah, I'll watch the documentary. I'm, you I'm excited. You should watch the documentary. It's called Legends Never Die. It is, it is streaming on Fox.com right now. Heroes get remembered. I don't need to tell you to watch The Sandlot because everybody's seen it, but go watch it again. Tech boner. Because it's a classic, and... uh Marty, thank you so much for being on the show, man. It's, thank you. Uh, sure. You're great, thank man. You yeah, man. It, it was an honor. Jinx. Back uh-huh. and, and, uh, yeah, thank you so hey, much. Marty, what is, what's the most, Marty, York, everybody. What's the most Here, common guys. thing someone says to you? Oh, what's yeah. the what? What is like the most common thing someone says to you about Sandlot? Like, I used to watch it every single day for an entire summer with my brother. <laughs> you know, I've had some crazy stuff, man. I've gotten that. Uh, Really? I've gotten like they help me get through cancer. I've gotten, oh, I bet. Uh, Gosh, I bet, man. Yeah, I've gotten like I used to watch this with oh my guy. He's no longer around, so uh. and like you're his favorite character. So for for being here with you guys, it's just like and people like break down in tears, you know, and yeah. they cry. We cry with them. And, yeah, you know, oh, yeah. That's I'm getting a like lump in my throat right now. Yeah, that- it's it's a uh, it's definitely something that impact of a lot of people and i don't think we realized it till we did this 25th anniversary tour of how many people oh. we when we did dodger stadium we did dodger stadium and um it was like june I think. and we, we sold out the whole stadium Sixty thousand people showed up in and, the middle uh, of the season and they came you know people came onto the field after the movie and we were signing autographs on the field we took our original positions on the dodger field before the game began what? That's and, see, that's 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 amazing. I that's know. Crazy. I just got that's, goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. And to stand on like, oh, to stand shit. on the Dodger Field, like where I in my same shortstop position I played in the sandlot, like in front yeah. of sixty thousand people. Well, it was like it was like amazing. It was like uh, I can't even explain it because you know, I'm a I'm a diehard Dodger fan, and to hear that, you know, I don't know if you saw the video of like uh, Turner saying. Uh, you know how they call him Camel Road. Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, it's just it's just cool the impact it's had. I mean, Kobe Bryant. It's a, it's a yearly tradition to watch the Sam on the Fourth of July with his family. See, that's incredible what? to hear that. And and to have obviously the film has a, such an impact on people, but to see Kobe, like just from the some of the pictures you showed me of, of the amount of people that come out to see oh this my movie, gosh. to see you guys because of this movie is 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 staggering. I mean, it, like people come out. For the autograph signings that you do, and there's just lines out the door. Like there's just so many people yeah. that have that this movie has an impact on their life, that has touched them and will yeah. stay with them forever. And you're a part of that. And that's something that few people can actually say that they have yeah. that kind of. And that's pretty amazing, man. Ryan, it's, we're it's the helpful. the demographic that grew up with that movie. They mostly all have families now, so it it's like transcending a generation. It's the it's, it's the amazing. coolest thing. It definitely is. 
And, and to me, it was like amazing. Even the amount of like celebrities and sports figures I love the film too. It's just like, it's, it's pretty right. Like, like, I mean, if you go to Kevin Durant, his Twitter picture is him. Uh, yeah. Like, that's a, on yeah, his right. actual Twitter verified yeah, right. account is like, it's, it's, it's him. It's his actual Yeah, right. That's awesome. So it's like, you know, the movie, the movie transcends everything. You know, and a lot of these baseball players, like, I still remember when we were at the Dodger Stadium and Matt Kemp was standing next to us and he looked around and he's like, this is surreal. Like, you guys are the reason I play baseball. Wow. Oh my gosh. See, that, oh my gosh. I mean, how do you sleep at night? It's, it's, that's, that's yeah, right. like, you know, fire you up. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, that's insane. It's, 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 it's not, I mean, it's amazing. It's just, it's incredible. It's a great hand to have been dealt. What was the, uh, yes. what was the story you mentioned about when you met, um, James Earl Jones and Darth Vader and somebody asked if it was Darth Vader in the room. Was that? No, oh, that was the first time I met James Earl Jones. So my mom said, I'm going to take you to meet Darth Vader. And I go, yeah, right. Mom. And this was like mm. when we were filming the movie. So, uh, you were like, yeah, yeah, right. There and James Earl Jones is sitting there eating a bowl of Before I got, I go, are you Darth Vader? And he goes, I am your father. <laughs> in the Darth Vader. That's amazing. Was he yeah, really eating Vader. a bowl of oatmeal? <laughs> was he eating oatmeal? <laughs> was he That's oatmeal, incredible. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's great. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, man. man. Thank um, you so please much. Please come back anytime. And uh, you're, you're such a great dude. And we really appreciate you taking the time you know, yeah. to come on the show and, and do this. For sure. Had a great time, guys. Uh, come back on anytime. Maybe, uh, we yes. can do one of these with the rest of the castle these days or something. Absolutely. Anytime. Yeah. Thank you, Marty. Thanks again, Marty. Great meeting you, buddy. Give it up for him. Marty York. What a story. Fucking sound. I know. Apologize for the sound. I think we'll just have to test it before. I wasn't. I think it was just the. I think there was too many mics or something. But uh, that was that was great, man. I'm so happy we got studio hiccups. We just roll with it. We just roll with it. Right. Like when Bell Size dropped a box. Biscardi picked up that box and carried the scene, and nobody knew it was a mistake. But I did because it was the second time I saw the play. But nobody <sighs> else did because his acting covered up <sighs> the incident, and that's what we do. The head that was supposed to be in the box. The head. It's I, still I, kabooming I up and to I also remember the laser thing. That thing that that oh, yeah, that was the dynamite. Dude, the now, wait a second. Before yeah. Marty yeah. got off, he just said, maybe I'll come back with the whole cast. Right. Oh, Clark, you need, you need to hold that over him. Like a yeah. dark cloud of lightning yeah, until right. that happens. Done. Holy yeah, right. shit balls. Could you imagine right. could you imagine the the sound errors that would be happening during that show? Yeah. Wait a minute. I'll try to get nine other guys to call in on Skype. What if they but no, if we did that I'll I'll like pay money and rent out a studio. But imagine if they came to my house but there were still like birds flying and I'm like, yo, could you get me that snake? And like, hey, you're sitting on a cat. You know, but I still, it's still like Clark's house. Like, how's Clark going to get out of this jam? You know what? If, if they do that and they all go to your house, I'm just going to fly to your house. And we're not even going to record a show. We'll just like hang out with them for like a couple of days. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, if that happens, the three of us will all, it'll be like a weekend thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's so great? No show. Was, Maybe we'll record you know, something. I didn't even have to ask questions because he was pretty much answering everything that was on my mind anyway and just going into it. You asked great questions. The only question I was really curious about was when I was reading his bio, it said he was, uh, I figured he was a volunteer firefighter because he said he went for a degree in firefighting. And he's built like one. He's just so huge. Yeah, I saw that. 
He's built like a male stripper who comes out in a firefighter suit. Schmilf. Instead of Magic Mike, it's Magic Mark. Schmilf. I, 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 his name I, uh, Martin? I thought that was a great interview, though. He's great. He's a good dude, yeah, he's too. He's cool as hell, dude. He, uh, if, if the sound was better, we, we, I would have just kept rolling. The years him. have definitely been kinder to him than oh, some yeah, of us. Cool like we're dude. all the same age group. Isn't that interesting, though? The, uh, the series, the possible streaming TV series, the Cobra Kai-inspired really? Sandlot, that would be incredible. And it's incredible that uh, he. It was cool that he talked about. It wasn't. <clears throat> he talked about the like negative press he's gotten on YouTube because I wasn't going to bring that up. But no he kind of went into that, like you know, all cards on the table kind of thing, which I thought was cool. Um, but yeah, Marty York, everybody. Yeah, I, I read about the accident, about but I didn't realize it was as bad as it was. I mean, driving a Geo Metro, a three-cylinder Geo Metro, right on the 10 freeway or the 101. Isn't that a real tiny car? Divider. I can only imagine. I mean, that's just barely escaping death right there. That's isn't wow. isn't that like a really tiny car? Oh yeah, oh, so tiny. Right. It was so. It's like Mr. Bean's car. Yeah, it's like if that, uh, that's that's a Metro New York car. It's just not an LA car because bomb threats it, everywhere. It's a tiny. Mr. Feeney, Mr. Matthews. Did you guys see this bomb threats everywhere? No. Yes, I did. We I'm had some it. on Long Island. I was going to talk about that in the news. So if you want to get into the news, we can. It just I like to take a quick, phone. a quick a quick break if possible. Yes, break. Um, yeah, take break. a quick break. We'll come back with some news of this. Some sports with John. Uh, tweet us at the underscore podcast. Marty York was on the show tonight. We will return preciously after this. I'm always ready. For a war again Go down that road again It's all the same I'm always ready to take a life again You know I'll ride again It's all the same Tell me who's gonna save me from the world, I fight you, I fight myself, I fight God, just tell me how many burdens left, I fight pain and hurricanes, today I wept, I'm trying to fight back tears, flood on my doorsteps, life in living hell, puddles of blood in the street, shooters on top of the building, government aid ain't relief, earthquake, the body drop, the ground breaks, the poor run with smoke lungs and scar face, who need a hero, hero, you need a hero, look in the mirror, there go your hero, who on the front lines at ground zero, hero, my heart don't skip a beat even when hard times bumps the needle, mass destruction and mass corruption, the 